Welcome to the Wards on Wheels podcast, a podcast dedicated to random rambling about life in an RV. My name is Morgan Ward. My name is Charlie Ward. In October 2020, we decided to sell our 1,000 square foot home, quit our jobs, and begin traveling the U.S. in our 224 square foot Forest River Wildwood FSX toy hauler. Along with our two dogs and a 1997 Harley Fat Boy, we hope to explore the country and ourselves while living life on the open road. Well, hello there. Hola. Is there something you want to say? Yeah. I'm going to start my session of the podcast off by apologizing for the past, present, and the future of roasting people that I really didn't know yet. (laughs) But once I got to know you, like, kick ass. Never forget you. Here's the thing. There's a thing? So... (laughs) Why do you do that? You You know the intro has a beer sound. Well, I'm cracking another one. Here's the thing. Um, we only have like 8 to 13 solid listeners each week. Whoever you are, we don't know. Okay. There's going to be weird trailer park sounds in the background. I apologize. Yeah, there's side-by-sides and dogs and people. I digress. Um. Birds. We, we, when we do a podcast, we drink beer. Yeah, we usually drink a lot of beer. Not a lot. I drink a lot of beer. And sometimes we say things about people that might Aren't not. true. Just get rambling on. Might not be, I don't know. This isn't going the way that I wanted it to. I'm just saying. So we, we told my last Co- like job co-workers that we had a podcast and they're like oh I can't wait to listen and we were like <laughs> oh shit like oh shit how bad did we roast everybody we didn't really roast everyone Jess I'm sorry I said you had size 4 inch feet <laughs> so we like don't listen to them and so we went back and just like listened to a couple cause we weren't sure like did we roast somebody like is someone's are someone's feelings going to be hurt? Like, I don't know. So, I'm pretty sure. I think my favorite story is probably Jess and her husband, Trenton. But the first time, like, I met Jess, she came out of the workplace. And I was sitting out back on the Harley. And she walks out. She's like, ah! And, like, it jumped the shit out of me that I jumped her. So, I was like, whoa! She's like, uh, sorry! And, like, just... Titter-tattered away. Titter-tattered back to her car. But Jess, you and Trenton are awesome. I know you're having a sad day today. I don't know if you'll ever listen to this or when you'll listen to it, but you guys are awesome. Thank you for everything. Yeah, so this isn't like one of those YouTube videos where like the beauty guru does an apology video and they're like crying and they're like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm not crying. I'm just talking. We're not like that sorry, but also... The only thing I regret is I didn't tell more people to fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) I did just post that on my Instagram, a little (laughs) reel that said, the only thing that I regret is not telling more people to fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) 
Anyway, so if we roasted you at, in any way that you feel offended in Take our last... Take your feelings out of your pocket. In our last your podcast. Box. I'm kind of sorry. But not really. But feel free to roast me back. Yeah. I can take it. I got thick skin. Any roasting of us back is very welcome. I'm a tattooed hippie dude with earrings, and I look like I'm a 50-year-old man, and my back hurts, and some days I stink. Some? Most. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hit me back. Anyway, that was three minutes and 50 seconds That's of That's all we're going to apologize for. Also, thank you for listening. Oh, yeah. Connor. <laughs> dude. Bruh. Bro. Bro. Uh-oh. Bro. Hey. I, bro. <laughs> bro. I said some shit about you. I didn't know you, but you're good in my book. You treated my wife well. I don't think we said anything you. bad about him except that one episode where you said you wanted to punch him in the face. And I think I was hammered, and I was upset that he was, like, showing up to work, like, two minutes before he was supposed to be there. Like, that's my biggest pet peeve. When I used to work at the shop, like, Okay, you're roasting him again. I'm not... I'm just... People would show up like five minutes late or right on the dot and just like, like, dude, my bad. I didn't know you. Like, I wish nothing but the best for you. And I think we only, I think the only thing we said was like, he's hot and awkward. Dude, you're handsome as shit, but you're awkward as hell. Like, would you rather be ugly and awkward or hot and awkward? I'm all above. I got the hot hot ugliness and and ugly and awkward and stinky. Awkward. 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 All right, anyway. All right, question number one. We posted something. I don't know why I keep saying we. We. You got a mouse in your pants. Yeah. Anyway, I made a post on the social meds about um, doing a Q&A because we haven't done one of those in a while, and I feel like we actually do have a couple new listeners, so it would be kind of fun to do a question and an answer episode. Kick ass. Okay. Um, I meant to rip these up. I wrote them down. Uh, it's a combination of Instagram and Facebook questions. I meant to rip them up and put them in a hat. Crank them out. What you got? And uh, so I'm just going to read them as I as they came to me. Let's do it. <clears throat> question number one. How often... Do you stop at RV parks? Every three and a half to four hours on the road. This is a very generic question. So I'm just going to go ahead and it kind of ties into some of the other questions that are going to be asked. But yes, when we are traveling to a new destination, we only drive about three and a half to four hours at a time. Because you figure a four hour travel... You'd have about a half an hour to 45 minute pickup in the morning. Get it all hooked up. Make sure your lights are working. Double check everything. Make sure it's all good to go. Drive four hours. And then it takes about another half an hour to 45 minutes to reset. And then it's, you know, that's like a full day of just craziness and pee stops and gas stops and food stops. And then it's, you're ready for step two after six hours of campering during the day campering campering so the question was like how often yeah so every three and a half hours and then when we're on the road actually traveling it depends on how far we have to travel um so like for example we are going to new mexico next which i don't know if everyone really knew that but surprise 
Not everybody needs to know where we're going to be. Surprise. Uh, it's about a 15-hour drive uh, in a car. And so if you figure like three hours per day for five days, you could probably yeah. get her done. Um, but, yeah, we... We've got nine days to kill. So. Right. Right. So we'll while we're while we're traveling, we usually just do like maybe like three overnighters at an RV park and then maybe stay somewhere exciting for a couple nights and then we just really try to knock it out as fast as possible. Yeah. Yeah. We. We. I mean, I give you hands down like high five like you do all the planning, all the booking, all the mapping. I'm just pulling and watching out for all the other crazy assholes on the road and i couldn't do it without you i couldn't do it without you go team yay unite team ward cheers Woohoo! um number two what do you do when there isn't an rv park or campground within a reasonable distance uh, we don't know we have we've never had we that problem. run into that because there's like RV parks <laughs> everywhere and campgrounds everywhere. But one night we were when we were coming from Maine heading to New Mexico, we spent the night in a Cabela's in Pennsylvania. Not in a Cabela's. Well, no, but in their parking lot. Yeah. And they had a dump station and everything. Like they, there was no like power hookup or nothing. But we just ran off our battery for the night. Just ran a couple lights. We didn't take a shower. We stunk for a couple days, but couple days i stung for a couple days we stink all the time yeah um yeah i, I was gonna so say that good. right <laughs> i was gonna say that actually that um if you just look up go to google maps and look up a town and then put rv park after it there's gonna be at least at least one at if least not like one. six or seven in the nearby like 50 mile radius that you can stay in they're all over the country and you know, state parks, national parks, campgrounds. Yeah. I mean, you're all RVs are usually welcome there. Walmart's, Cabela's, Walmart, Cracker yeah. Barrels. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's a lot of places that will let you spend the night. Yep, for free. In mo- I mean, I don't know Walmart. I don't know if Walmart has dump stations, but I don't, I Cabela's seen had a dump station. Yeah, Cabela's is very uh, camper friendly. If you're in a bind and uh, you yeah. need to stay, it's free. There's a, there aren't a ton of Cabela's around the country, honestly, but there well, are a lot of Walmarts. Mostly, they're mostly East Coast Cabela's. You just got to hold your poo-poo peepees yeah. when you stay in a Walmart. Well, I mean, if you fill a 40-gallon tank in a night, there's something wrong. You had too much New Mexico too salsa. Many tacos. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Number three. How long do you stay in one place? Well, depends on if we're at the job site or if we're traveling. So you, this could go both ways. Like, how long do you stay? Whoa. Oh, Whoa. sorry. I don't go both ways. Uh, uh, this could go a couple uh, different ways. Uh, I like boobs. How, <laughs> <laughs> What's the title of the podcast? I like, like boobs. I like boobs. And you, show me the boobies. Hey, you, show me them boobies. Um, Yeah. This kind of ties into, let's see, there's another question. Hold on, wait for it. Here it comes. Wait for it. Come on, funny feeling. <laughs> oh, Hold come on. on. Okay, this ties into another question of what do you actually do for work and how long do you stay at each assignment? So that kind of ties into how long do you stay in one place, right? Yeah, well, you're a PTA, and when you get to the job site, 
PTA assistant. No. Do you know what I do? What do I do? You're a physical therapist. Assistant. Assistant. Yes. But you do more work than an actual physical therapist. That's not... the roasting people again. That's not very nice. Oh, I'm sorry. Put your feelings in the camper. I can't. Anyway, yes. I am a physical therapist assistant. And if you don't know what that is, you could Google it. But basically, I... The physical therapist sets up the plan of care. And then I come along and progress the patient anyway that could be a whole nother podcast but typically the assignments are stop moving your feet sorry add my goodness do you need like a fidget spinner spin fidget spinner are you done i'm done (laughs) what was i talking about oh stop it telling them what you are I'm a... Who you are. She, her. Tell me about yourself. I like chicken wings. I like chicken wings, too. You don't really. I don't think I've seen you eat a chicken wing. Like, how long has it been? You never order wings. Because when we go out to places that have chicken wings, there's pizza. And I love the za. What if you put chicken wings on your pizza? Oh, my. They'd have to be boneless, though. Because then you don't want to, like... Or you could take... I would be willing to rip the bone out of the chicken wing and throw it back on my pizza. Oof. 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 Um, Yeah, so typically the assignments are like anywhere from, so far, 10 to 16 weeks. And the next assignment I have is 13 weeks. So about three-ish months at a time. But the longest we've ever stayed at a place while we were traveling was like, what, four days? Three or four days? No, we've actually stayed at, um, we stayed in Midland, Texas for about a week. Okay. In Cristoval, Texas, we were there for a couple days. Yeah, Yeah, about four days maybe. Um, But yeah, when when I'm on assignment, uh, we usually stay about 13 weeks or so. That's what I actually do. Oh, no, I actually do some on-the-side work too. I'm also a personal trainer. What do I do? Hit me up. You're a stay-at-home dog dad slash bodyguard slash... Butler. Butler. Grocery getter. Um, all right. What is this? Number four. Favorite place you have visited? Oh, jeez. Like stayed at or we went and... Visited. Uh, Just visited. Jesus. Uh, I only get one? Favorite place you have visited? Like work job or like to stay going and looking? Visited. Okay. Um, <laughs> shit. Well, this has been... I've checked off so many things off my bucket list that I wanted to see that I never thought I'd ever see in my life. Uh, I'm going to take over while you go think. Go ahead. Okay. Say your favorite, then I'll give you mine. I really enjoyed Devil's Tower. That place, there was something going on there. There's it something was, going on. It wasn't just like, yeah, this is like, this is dirt, like there's a mountain. No, there's... There's a feeling about that place. It's just, it's very cool. And, like, you re- you want to respect the land. You want to respect the rocks, the trees. You don't, I don't know. It's, it was very cool. I also enjoyed the vibe of um, the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, that was, that was pretty badass. We're only supposed to name one. And you just hit two. Oh, sorry. Okay, moving on. No. So, did you say yours? No, um... I've been to so many Harley shops. 
Uh, <laughs> I got so many t-shirts. Um, no, probably my favorite place was the Salt Flats. Oh. Because just the history, just the history of it, and like the scenery of it, the people that were there. Something about that place the too. The pictures that we got, yeah, like it's just. Yeah, I would have to say the Salt Flats. Like, if any of you ever get to go and visit it and touch it. You can eat it. Morgan tasted it. It tastes like salt. Uh, it's crazy. Like, mind-blowing. Just just knowing that all that flatness was a 1,000 feet underwater at one point, fresh water, and then it just turned to just a white, salty desert surrounded by crazy-ass mountain ranges. It's just nuts. Yeah, it is pretty crazy. Number five. Oh. <laughs> oh no. Okay. I probably I should say this for last, but we're just gonna Crank do it. it. Out. Uh, crazy story time. Uh oh. Yeah, I was thinking about this the other night, and I was gonna bring it up to you so you could think about it. But does anything like what's the first thing that pops in your mind? Crazy story time. Our neighbor had a rough night the other night. Oh shit! She has. Have been, we talked about this? No. She has been known to have seizures. Poor thing. And uh, it was about 9.30, quarter to 10, and we were just getting ready to go to bed, and we get this rapping on our door, like, bang, 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 like, wow, something's not right. That's not a friendly knock. Like, somebody's in distress. So I opened the door up after Morgan put both the dogs in the bedroom, and it was the neighbor right next to us, uh, wicked nice people. His name's David. His girlfriend's name's Amanda. Great people. They're like 19. He works. He's a welder for the oil company. Um, he came running over, pounded on her door, and he said, uh, Makita's having... Matika. Matika is having a seizure, and I don't know what to do. And it took me about five seconds, and I was like, okay, uh, is it, has it stopped or is it continuing? He's like, no, it's getting worse. And I said, 911. He said, what? And I said, call 911. And I ran over there, and yeah, she was having a seizure. Then... Morgan come running over, was checking her pulse, making sure she wasn't burning up. And, like, she she knew she had a seizure coming on, so she laid down and had her head to the side. So she did all the right things that she could do. So David's on the phone with 911. They're on their way. I'm barefooted. Like, uh, I got to go get some shoes. Um, a sher- you were barefooted? Yeah, I ran out with my bare feet. Oh. And a sheriff showed up. He's like, because... He didn't know what his address was for where his camper is, so I was like, just give him my address, L20. And the sheriff pulled up in front of our camper. So I came running over to him. He's like, what's going on? I was like, the neighbor behind us, she's having a seizure, and uh, we need help. He's like, well, the ambulance is on their way. They're five minutes out. I was like, all right. So this campground's a pretty good size. There's a lot of different spots and lots going on. So I kept, like, looking for the ambulance, looking for the ambulance, and I finally saw him coming down the road. And they turned into the KOA, but they went to the wrong end of the KOA. So I ran inside, grabbed my my headlamp, and ran down to the end of the driveway and was down there with the strobe light on it. They finally saw me. They followed us up. They went in. They did a great job, took very good care of her. Um, The police officer and all the people that were in the fire truck and the ambulance, they were all great. They did an awesome job. they took her to the hospital, got her all set up. Everything was good. She came back a Gave few hours Adivan. later. Gave her some Ativan. Gave her some Ativan. She was stoned good as drugs. shit. But, like, 
I was just so glad that they come over and got us and was like, because they wasn't sure what to do. They know we're older. They know Morgan's in the medical field somewhat. And like, we were just so glad that we could help. But after everything was all said and done, we were both like, zing, like wide awake. Yeah, we didn't get to bed till like two in the morning. It's been yeah. a, it's been a week. It's been a wild week. There's been a lot of drinking. What? A lot of craziness. Now, you don't do that. Um, I uh, introduced a couple new beers to my buddy Trenton. Uh, he drinks Twisted Tea now, and he drinks uh, Captain Cuckoo, which is Captain Morgan's and Cranberry Juice. I uh, have corrupted him. I think he was corrupted before you got to him. Yeah, but I think I added a little bit more to it. An influence. Yeah. If you will. I'm a pretty bad one sometimes. Yeah. So that's your crazy story? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Can you top cool. it? No. I mean, I can't top that. And that was like, that's the most recent, like, vivid story in our minds right now. Pretty crazy. Other than and that, I'm still stuck on the bridge. <laughs> That, the bridge story, you guys need to go back and listen to some of our previous podcasts before, but I'll just mention that we accidentally pulled onto a parkway in Connecticut and somehow fit a 10-foot-6 camper underneath an 8-foot-8 bridge. So go back and listen to some of those earlier episodes. That was probably one of our craziest stories, Um, and we describe it in detail. In those, er, I can't remember the title. I'll have to go back and. It was probably like look. the fourth or fifth. Yeah, yeah, because we had our pilot episode, and then we had a couple more. So it's probably like third or fourth, like between three and five. Just check out the title. We something were still about on the East Coast. So. Something about Connecticut, I'm sure. But that also brings up a good point, that, um, you know, you think that you're just a twirling dervish around this floating rock. And you have no purpose. But if we didn't decide to take this journey and we didn't decide to stay at this KOA and we didn't decide to be in this spot next to those people and she had had that seizure, I'm just saying that the world works in ways that we just don't understand. And anyway, I just... And they're great people. Yeah. All four of them. I just appreciate the journey because, you know, you just never know what's going to come up, honestly. Speaking of another great person. Yeah, we just one of our Texan neighbors just drove by. But, um, yeah, you just never know what's going to happen. And you never know what the universe is going to throw at you. You just got to be prepared. Life's a garden, baby. You got to dig it. Right. Um, Number five. Is it five? Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, well, this is a good segue into the next thing. Who have been your favorite neighbors? Think back now. Like... That's kind of tough because our favorite neighbor, my favorite neighbor so far is Mark. Because <laughs> we didn't even know each other's name. Okay, you have to just explain, like, Mark. Like, Mark, who is Mark? Mark is a nice man. He he was born in Georgia. He moved to Tennessee. And he's our current neighbor. Yeah, he's our current neighbor. But he, he was right next to us, but then he moved next door to his brother, Mike. I call them the Mike and Mark show because they're just fucking hilarious. But when he first showed up here, he parked right next to us. Didn't even know each other's name yet. And he walks over and he goes, I like your stickers. I think we're going to get along. And I was like, yes, sir. And told him my name and he told me his name. And I was like, I think we're cut from the same sheet, buddy. Like, we just hit it off. Before we even knew each other's name, like, 
I knew we were going to be friends. He's a hell of a cook. That man can cook a gourmet meal. He's very smart. Very smart. He likes to read. He likes to read. He, he likes technology. Loves his wife. He loves his wife. He's just, he's a very nice Loves fella. dogs. Loves dogs. We're going to be very sad to leave him. I'm going to be sad to leave all three of these people that are right in front of us. Christy, I, Mike, and Mark. I thought you were going to say that Larry and Linda. I mean, Larry, not Larry and Linda. Oh, my God. Those were our Newport neighbors in Maine. Larry and Marsha. Marcia. But we weren't technically living in our camper at that time. We were living in a house. So it doesn't count? I... These are the best neighbors we've ever had. Yeah, in a campground. Yes. But Larry and Marsha are very great, fantastic people. Took me right under his wing. Look at us not roasting people this episode, huh? Yeah, We've right, grown. Right. It's growth, baby. This trip has definitely made us grow and mature and be smarter. And... No, it hasn't. <laughs> no. Okay. What? Okay. It's sharpened the edge a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, Marsha and Larry, um, they were in Iowa. Yeah, that's, and that's that whole conversation started off from, like, I saw just a motorcycle fender sticking out of the front of his garage, and I was like, what are you riding, bub? He's like, oh, you want to see it? And I'm like, yeah, you show me yours, I'll show you mine. <laughs> I knew you guys would be, like, fast friends because he also talks a lot, and, like, it's like, okay, Larry, I got to go. Like, and you're also the same way, like, okay, Charlie, it's time Another to go. Another 45 minutes later. Like, you guys could just, like, talk about bike parts yeah, forever. like, you and Marsha are the same. Like, she was trying to pull him away, yep. and you were trying to pull me yep. away, and we're like, no! Yep. yep. I'm not done talking. All right, the next one. Number six. Do you miss anything about being homeowners? <sighs> I'm just adding flags where, like, there's pauses. I miss I miss projects. Say that again. I miss projects uh, around the house. I miss mowing the lawn, smelling it. I miss doing firewood. I miss my garage. I miss my wood stove. But other than that, no. My house is mobile and if I don't like where I am, I can move. So... It's more of just, like, chores that I used to do and smells of the chores that I used to do. That smells I of the chores? Yeah. Mowing the lawn, okay. cutting the firewood. Because your camper chores, the smells are not as good. Like, emptying no, the shit tank. No, it usually tank. smells like piss or shit. Or I'm sweeping up dog hair. Or, like, cooking onions in a very small space. <laughs> cooking onions. Or I'm cleaning out, like, our toothbrush sludge from the sink drain. And <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had to do that before anyways in the, our old right. house. I was That's always true. cleaning out that Smells. Shit. Being a homeowner, homeowner smells a lot. You get a lot of smells. Yeah, and you're just grounded. Like, you're you're there. You can't hook on to your house and go so. check out a different mountain range. Well, that's true. And I think what I would say is I miss, I miss like, being settled and having a routine. Yeah. I, that's what I miss. I, yeah. But other than that, no. nah, not... Yeah really i mean this i would say like we are homeowners this is our home yeah, our camper is our home so yeah. i would consider us everything we need just because we're not landlocked does other not, than a garage right well i mean your bike's in the garage right now it's we got the motorcycle li- in, in there our living room it's been have, in our living room which before I, which i have no problem with <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i would say that i would consider us homeowners mm-hmm. because we have a place Mobile homeowners. Yeah, it's mobile, but it's still a home. Home is where you make it. Home is where you make it. 
All right. Number seven. Oh, you're going to lose track. I'm just waiting for it. Art, do you have any rituals when you arrive at a new place? I take a poop. You take a poop? Every time? No, you don't. My rich, my ritual is setting everything up, leveling everything out, getting the shitter line hooked up, getting the water line hooked up. We might have to do a video on that. Like and when, then cracking open a step two. Yeah. I think, yeah, every time we get to a new place, we've kind of nailed it down where, like, yeah, we park it, we level it, we set up all the tubing, hook up the electricity, make sure the dogs are comfortable. And then, excuse me, then we open a beer and have some dinner. Yep. But... I guess if you were to break it down, like, I typically, like, open the camper up and, like, wipe things down and get things prepped on the inside, and you kind of get to work on the outside, and then I kind of join you after I'm done. We're a good team. We're a great team. You're the T-E, and I'm the A-M. You're the A-M? There is no I in team, but there is a me. Yeah, fucking right there is. All right. (laughs) What's the next one? Number eight. Wow. Okay. What states have you? Oh, this is a um, this is a a cannabis question. Oh. Are you are you willing to answer that? Fuck yeah. Okay. I don't care. What states have you stayed in that have dispensaries and any experiences that go with that? Well, listen here, folks. Out here in Wyoming is this new shit called Delta Eight, which is hemp. It's hemp, but it's point. 8% THC but like in Maine it's 0.9% THC so it's the same shit you just gotta take one extra puff and you're there yeah so and it's legit legal Wyoming you, d- you don't need a card they have not really dispensaries but they do have like little there's smoke shops yeah like smoke shops like smoke shop vape, vape shop they don't not only do they have like hemp products but they have like cbd and gummies and yeah. oils and like i bought some sports rub for shit. my joints they got chapstick in there for shit for shit's sakes yeah you can just eat it no i'm just kidding. good <laughs> but yeah you so wyoming has some dispensaries we haven't stayed long enough in any other state to really like discover because all the states that pot is legal in guns are frowned upon yeah like, that makes weird? no sense other than maine that's not weird yeah, like Maine, everybody can be stoned and armed, and it's a safer state to live in. But yeah, so like Iowa, not was not kind of frowned upon. Yeah. They didn't have any they're dispensaries. Wor- they're working on kind of making it somewhat legalized there. Can't if you remember have a card. New Mexico, no, right? Yeah, New Mexico. If you had a, a if card, you had a, if you had a card, you can go. Yeah, they have dispensaries. I think the kid hooked me up. The most accessible. <laughs> um, the most accessible state that we've stayed, like, lived in so far has been Wyoming. I love it here. I'm, like, I'm a little butthurt sad that we're leaving. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it because I'll cry. Yeah, like, <laughs> seriously, though, like. Yeah. You know, when I saw Jess cry today, like, like, that kind of hurt my soul. Did you hug her? Yeah, I hugged her. Oh, okay. And it was just like. Did you squeeze her? I gave her a good old one-arm hug. A little Charlie hug. I, it, yeah, it hurt a little bit. I think she's an emotional gal. You well, know, I'm emotional too. That's a little damn delicate, it. Nebraskan. I like it here. I really do. I like it here too. I'm gonna miss it a lot, a like, lot. We tried to stay longer, but it just didn't work out. That's okay. It's fine. It's not meant I to mean, be. Like I said, the yeah, world. Like, just... We're on a hell of an adventure, and yeah. like, you know, we've met and left many great people. And... So we're gonna continue to meet 
Yeah, like Great I people. got their contacts. You know, we'll still be able to talk. We'll and, keep in touch. Yeah. All right. But yeah, fucking, that made me sad. Aw, you gonna cry? I could, but Charlie, I'm not gonna. Charlie's a sensitive guy. I cry alone. Number nine. Okay, we're just gonna act like we didn't travel to a completely different state. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the interim of this podcast. Oh, there's a little kitty that's at the RV park that's trying to come be petted. Okay, I lost the list of questions, and I'm just trying to open up one of the Facebook posts that I posted so that we can read from that. I have no idea where I put it. But let's see here. I remember the last question before we read it. It was, um, are you ever coming back to Maine? Are we? I think we are. I think we are too. However. However, Utah is beautiful. We're in Utah right now. The first part of this podcast, hopefully it was a seamless transition, but we were in Wyoming. (laughs) Nobody likes seams. Nobody likes seams. This cat is trying to take us to the underworld. I've been trying to pat him, but he won't get close enough. He's got something stuck in his whisker. He smells the chicken. That's why. I'm like, I asked him, sir, would you like some chicken? Just a random cat. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So I think we would love to go back to Maine. Our family's there. It's beautiful. We, like, know the seasons. We know the landscape. But being in Utah again... Because we were here for the Fourth of July, it's just, it's beautiful. I can't even describe. It's breathtaking. Like the pictures don't even do it justice. Yeah, like, you're just ah uh, everywhere you go. I mean, yeah. you got mountain ranges, desert like, then you got forests and rivers, yeah. farmland. Yeah, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. So yeah, I think eventually, because you know our family's there. And... They wiped our asses, so we probably <laughs> have to wipe their asses. I was gonna say our folks are getting older, so we'll probably you know. But I I said today, like, we will come back to Utah. Hopefully, uh, if we're lucky. Even if when we're old, you know. We are old. Like, when we get rid of the responsibilities that are ahead. Yeah. We may retire here. Who knows? Oh. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's only, like, 40 years from now. Oh, so. but it's going to go by <laughs> fast. Uh, all right. Question number 10. <laughs> What has been your biggest challenge so far? Oh. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, right? We've faced many challenges. This whole year has been a series of different challenges. It's challenges, but it's experiences at the same time. You grow oh. from the challenges and the experiences that you experience. Oh, wow. Okay. It's getting deep. Yeah. Utah. Yeah. Um, but really, though, we were just saying earlier how like much we've grown just from each state we've been to. And it's true. You know, like today we were both like tearing up and sobbing when we left the campground because we left our little Wyoming family. Yeah. And it, it sucked. But now that I'm out here, it's like, damn, this is beautiful. I think if I'm like trying to rack my brain about like the last time I felt like something was difficult and that I was facing. For me, it's starting the new job. Like the first two weeks of the new job is always challenging for me. I I mean, for you it's the the trap the driving part the traveling part. Yeah, but I mean, 
I'm not patting my own back, but I'm pretty fucking good at it. Yeah, you are. Um, ah, Jesus, the most challenging thing for me. Yeah. It's being away from your family, I think. Yeah, you think yeah, so? I mean, yeah. and your friends. It's definitely tough. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong, but I talk to them every day. But, yeah. And like not having a. Probably the most challenging thing for me is when we move to different sites and I don't know anybody yet and I'm just like right. hanging out in my own head. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah. I take the dogs for, I take the troops for their loops and. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's probably been the hardest thing for me is like being alone. Yeah. In the beginning of each different state we're in because it's also been good for you yeah i mean because you never used to like being alone like yeah, with I, your own thoughts like really. i said it's the troubles are experiences and experiences are make us grow i mean yeah yeah discomfort equals good yeah, comfort I mean, equals bad i consider us <laughs> the both of us pretty badass i mean i mean honestly i know people I cried do, a lot today i, I know people do tough. this every day but even even badasses cry. Yeah, I've so? seen Stallone cry. Seen I've Donnie seen Trump Van Dam cry. Has Donnie cried? Donnie. Donnie Trump. Donnie Have you Trump. seen him cry? Uh, I don't I, think he has. No. I don't think he has tear ducts. Uh, if Maybe. He, if he cries, Maybe. he's probably cries. he goes by. He's either with his wife or he's by himself crying. Cries alone. I don't think he cries when he's with his wife. I think he does other things. Well, yeah, anyway. but. <laughs> get um, it on. All right. Next. Number 11. Do you ever feel bad for us that we are living vicariously through you and can't be in your shoes, even just a little? Hey, I'm glad that you guys do experience the shit that we experience, even though that you're not here touching it, breathing it, smelling it, enjoying it. Yeah. But no, it don't bother me. I'm glad that you're able to know who we are and you can watch the shit that we're doing. Yeah. You know? I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad for people that, like, because this is, like we said before, this is a challenge. This whole last year, it's, it's challenging. Even though we post, like, or I post on social media, like, the fun, exciting things. Like, yeah, we don't, sh we don't share the, like, miserable shit. Not always. I mean, sometimes. <laughs> like, but, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's not easy to move uh, all the time and have to leave people that you fall in love with and... Yeah, you know, leave places that you fall in love with. And I mean, I had my heart ripped out twice yesterday. So. Yeah, yeah. But we got through it, and we're here, and we're talking about it, and right. it was just a great experience. Yeah, for sure. You know, so. So yeah, I don't feel bad, but I do. I feel like it changes your perspective a little bit about like when you've lived a place your whole life, and then you venture off and it live makes, in different places. It makes you stronger. Yeah, and I think I don't feel bad for people. And I, I know pe other people travel and stuff, but like, it just makes me want to tell everyone like, you can do this. I feel bad that people aren't experiencing it themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, like getting out there and trying it. Right. I mean, we've been living in this camper for almost a year. Right. Like to the day, it's been almost a year, and yeah. I mean, we've been together over half our lives, and I think we've learned even more about each other. Just in the last year. Yeah. I wish, or someone will message me like, I've been thinking about changing jobs, or I've been thinking about, you know, I don't know, starting something new that's scary. Like, you can do it. Even yeah. though it's scary, you can do it. We were both scared <laughs> shitless, but we're doing it. 
Um, okay, so let me go up and see if I can get any more questions. All right. Number 12. Is it? Yep. How long is your uh, quest? Um, that's kind of a... Oh. <laughs> how, long is, <laughs> how long is your duck? Whoa. Whoa. How long is how how long are you Bring planning to be out? Bring a magnifying glass. <laughs> how long are you planning to be out questing? How long are we planning to be until out the doing East this? Coast is spring? Yeah. So last, uh, well, this past summer, I guess we tried to get a job in New England, but it just, you know, I don't know what it is about like Northern East Coast. There's just not a lot of travel jobs up that way, um, and a lot of the jobs that are available are like out in the middle of nowhere, which is out West. So, um, this, this coming summer, we're hoping to get something on the East coast somewhere, even if it's like Florida. I mean, if it's, even if it's like hot balls, we're like, we're trying to get a little closer, a little closer to the East coast. So, yeah. yeah. Cause we are going to be in New Mexico until January and then yeah. we don't know where the hell we'll be. Right. Um, and then lucky 13. This is lucky the last one. Lucky number 13. Um, when, when you decide to settle down again, would it be around somewhere you've stayed so far? Which I kind of I guess we've covered that. And yes, we'll probably go back to Maine. But I think, you know, from what we've seen, where we are right now, it's pretty it's, damn beautiful yeah, so. i mean you asked me earlier do you want to live here i'm like okay i'll, I'll quit my job right now i'll it. go get a job at the piggly wiggly I don't i'm care. gonna go work on that farm over there <laughs> yeah, right. just let me park my camper here and i'll work for food and rent for sure so, i'll do that um i think there were more but i don't have the like instagram stories saved of those what questions hell, i know and i forgot the little i don't know where i put the little sheet but um you look like it, you're single on facebook what what, what do you mean <laughs> you're standing there all by yourself with a badass truck and camper where the hell am i i where's where are me you want me to change my no, profile i don't care you took the picture i know i did they're gonna be like who took that picture she didn't take that picture by herself some asian man took it actually that's true <laughs> <laughs> there was an asian man he was asian we're not like no. being racist no he was very he cool. was asian and he's he took like our picture. he's and like struggling is, uh, trying my... to take a picture of himself and i'm yeah. like dude i'll take your picture as long as you take mine this is our my profile picture on on facebook it was um it's a picture of oh, salt facebook. the salt flats Ugh. listen it's okay i'm posting updates for our <laughs> our people just, i'm just kidding yeah so okay that's all the questions so do you have anything else that you want to add we had a really good travel day today yeah it was badass saw some Super really good. cool shit um some of the hills were a little steep some of the corners were a little sharp but we made it and uh got a couple new followers that we don't even know who the hell they are so because we have um our youtube channel on the back of our camper and this is the first time that it, we ventured out with it on yeah. I took on display. I took three inch boat stickers and wrote YouTube boards on wheels right in the center of the back door of the camper. And so, yeah, we yeah. have a couple new YouTube subscribers. So, and I <laughs> should say like in parentheses at the bottom, it should say low budget because like budget. I just make these videos with my phone. I you enjoy, do so good at it. I though. enjoy doing it. It doesn't look like it's not 4K. It doesn't look great on TV, but like. If you're, like, coming across it on your cell phone, it's decent. It's real. Yeah. There's no filter fake shit. It's well, all true. real I stuff. Mean, 
The quality could probably be a little bit better, but you know what? I have fun editing them on my hey, phone. If you so. don't like it, don't watch it. Or do watch it. Or I mean, watch just, it and just because bear. Because you hate it, just, just watch bear it. Through it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I think that'll probably do it. We are headed to Moab tomorrow. So many I know, there's a lot of bugs down here. Not and used then, to bugs. Um, this whole next week we'll be traveling down to New Mexico, and so on the next podcast we'll give you some some uh, updates and we tell you all about our should, adventures. We should be there by next podcast. Oh, yeah. 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 We're trying to get there a couple days in advance so we can get settled. So, But, yeah, heading to Moab tomorrow, and I guess you should probably just... Always stay wild. Stay wild. You... Good evening, everybody. Thank you for listening to Wards on Wheels. Did you know that we now have a Venmo account where you can donate to our beer fund? It also helps us with travel costs, food, and fuel. We also have a YouTube channel. If you just search Wards on Wheels, it should pop right up. Thank you for all your support and have a good night.